0: Hello, Atebea.
1: Oh, I can't hear you.
0: Oh, Welcome to the Kuya, Chris, and Friends podcast. Mm -hmm. Atebea, please bless us with your poem, Muna. Okay.
1: So, this poem is entitled, To the Woman in the Mirror I See Each Day. Mm. It's a homework from Liza's class. We call it the selfie poem.
0: Selfie poem.
1: Yeah. Okay, here we go. Why? Why are you here? Why do you think you deserve to be here? Here in this giant tapestry that has interwoven the ideals and dreams of its citizenry. You said you want to learn of what makes America great and see if it's what your motherland could earn at any rate. But have you really seen that? Or you saw how two countries, so unlike in status and size, face similar hardships in front of their people's eyes? You said you want to share your culture so that people here would appreciate and maybe visit the Philippine Islands in the future. But have you really done your part? Or you only realized that you had to travel this far to learn more of your country and yourself while both of them were far apart? To the woman in the mirror I see each day, for now, I'll stop asking you and simply say, You may have a lot of doubts, fears, troubles, and anxieties. But these are only signs that you still have to face certain realities. For this is not just about you and your capital I, but we. So never stop asking why.
0: Oh, snaps for that. Awesome. That was for Liza's class. Mm -hmm. Shout out to Miss Liza Erpello.
1: Skyline College. Represent. My supervisor.
0: Kapabayan Learning Community. Mm -hmm. Hey. So, can you give us a little background? First, what is your name? Full name.
1: Full name. Bea Mara.
0: Mara. I didn't know Mara. Yeah.
1: Mara. Usually they say Bea Maria. No, it's Mara. Uh my mother's maiden name is Lubaton
0: Lubaton
1: yeah Zamora
0: Zamora are you related to the priest? Priest? I don't know (laughs) maybe Uh, shout out to the uh, Filipino priests who rebelled against the Spanish
1: Gomburza uh,
0: Gomburza which was Zamora Burgos
1: Burgos and Gomez
0: and Gomez cool so, background, you are for Skyline College this year's FLTA. Yep. Could you tell us what an FLTA is?
1: So, FLTA is the, foreign, the Fulbright Foreign Language Teaching Assistant. Mm. So, there are actually ar- around 400 of us this year. 400? Yeah, from different countries. I think from 48 countries, if I'm not mistaken, yeah.
0: Have you met the others? Yeah. What? And then, so, what does the FLTA do? From those 400 400 people from different countries, what do they do?
1: So, we are actually English teachers from our countries, but um, we teach our national language here. Mm. So, in our case, or in my case, there are actually four of us from the Philippines. So, we teach Filipino. But I have a very unique program at Skyline, why? Which I'm very happy about because I get to assist not only the Filipino class but also the other kababayan classes like Miss Liza's English 110. I did 846 and 105 uh-huh. last semester. And now since there's no Filipino class this semester, I'm assisting Manong Rod.
0: Yeah, shout out to history. Rob Dow yeah. the Rod Father.
1: So that's Phil M history and yeah. of course our Kapamilia. Mm. Kapamilia me- no Kapamilia. Mentorship. No, 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 not Kapatiran.
0: Ka- Kapatiran. Kapatiran
1: seminar too. Mm. So
0: Which is a college success class at South, South City, City and, and Westmore. Westmore. That's where we've been um co assisting Kuya Bo for the last two semesters. Mm-hmm. How long have you been here? How many nine
1: m- months. One nine more month. Nine months.
0: Go. Ah, less than a
1: month, actually. You have less than a month. I have like twenty
0: eight. Right. Time flies, huh? But okay, so now that we have a little background that gives me a little context about your poem, right? hmm Cause in that poem you were talking about you're going to come here and teach your culture teach, yeah. your, uh, teach about the Philippines right but then mm-hmm. I know you've told me and you've told a lot and a lot of um, when we're at events or when you're speaking in front of the class you say that you've learned a lot more about yourself your own mm-hmm. culture here why is that? what do you mean? What, how can that be? you're in America how come you learned more about your culture here?
1: Yeah, so there are actually things that maybe were, I don't know if it was really taught before or I just forgot, Mm
2: -hmm.
1: but especially like maybe the history um, when we talked about, um, when we talked about the book that we had, remember the book with those pictures?
0: Oh, the forbidden book. The forbidden
1: book. Yeah. I, I haven't seen one in like... The Philippines? In the Philippines.
0: Mm, yeah maybe because all those pictures were published here Here. yeah so the shout out to the forbidden book Mm -hmm. which is a collection of pictures
1: pictures of how they like how the u.s it was more of was it From magazines, right? Yeah,
0: from magazines, editorials, newspapers, Mm -hmm. where they did, like, caricatures of the U.S. and the The Philippines Philippines when the U.S., Occupied the Philippines, yeah. and so some were positive about, or ne- and some were negative. Like some supported the occupation of the Philippines, um, showing that oh, the Filipinos need to be educated; they're savages. Mm-hmm. While some were negative in the fact that they didn't want to support the right. occupation. They were showing like Uncle Sam as Daba as fat, showing that he's just um, being an imperialist mm-hmm. and. Um, taking control of all the other nations like Cuba, Puerto Rico, things like that. Yeah. Guam. So you never saw that. No. Nope. And so.
1: And I was also telling you like there are Filipino delicacies that I have only tasted here. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it was crazy. Like the first time I had, was that papaitan? Yeah. Yeah. And mm, laing. Oh.
0: Laing. That was
1: the first time you had laing
0: here, really? So it's not. So laing is not like. Why Okay, why don't you give us a regional background of where you're from in the Philippines?
1: I'm from Visayas, mm. specifically Negros Oriental. Uh-huh. So I'm Visaya.
0: And so you speak also Visaya. I speak
1: Visaya, yeah. But um, my, my lolo is actually from Occidental. So it's also a different... Dialect, yeah, they they speak a different dialect. It's Hiligaynon.
0: Do you understand that like, also? Like Ilongo, yeah,
1: yeah. I understand because, um, I grew up with with Ilongo, Ilongo. families who are Ilongo and Dang. they speak Ilongo. And oh, yeah. so, you know,
0: so okay, so you know, English, you know, Tagalog, which mm-hmm. is what is considered Filipino, mm-hmm. um, you know, Bisaya. Bisaya you know Ilongo and you know, what was it?
1: Hiligaynon is is actually, um, Ilongo and Hiligaynon, I guess, are the same. Are close. Yeah.
0: So you can group them together. Mm. But then they're not the same as Bisaya.
1: Yeah, I'd say no. Dang,
0: you know, at least like four and a half, right? That's crazy. Your brain is (laughs) just like packed with different connections of meanings and words. Isn't yeah. that crazy? It's like, it's
1: crazy because uh, Negros Island, for one, it's one island, but we speak two different, like, dialects. I'd say, I'd say it, it's considered a language, not really like a dialect because the words are really different.
0: So you won't be able to really understand each other? Yeah. If you don't know uh, the language, yeah. so really? Like,
1: you have to be careful because there are words that are... I, I won't say it, but if it's actually bad, if like if you say it in if you're in Bacolod, the occidental part, it's it's bad. It means something bad, yeah. But or for example, like you know, bangga, right?
0: Yeah, bangga. You hit something. Hit yeah, na bangga. so
1: So um, in Bisaya, we pronounce it as bangga, like mm-hmm. bangga. But in um, in Bacolod or in in the occidental part, it's it means, if I'm not mistaken, it's like corner, Oh. like the street, like around the corner. So if they say uh, "para sa my bangga lang," so if you think about it, like huh, bangga, like hit, but yeah. you're riding. So they mean like around the corner, like, yeah, like stop yeah, yeah. there, <laughs>
0: like yeah. So that, that can different. make it hard Because sometimes when I was traveling Through different parts of the Philippines I would try to listen As if like Oh maybe I can get the context mm. If I find out one or two words That sound like it Then I'm like Oh I, th- I think I get the the gist of it And then I have someone translate I was like That's not what they said <laughs> right. I was like It's completely different yeah. Even if I hear words That are kind of similar mm. And that's what's kind of cool about the Philippines that there's so many different languages, and I guess that's why yeah. some people don't like the Tagalog. They're like, that's not. There's why is that considered the Filipino? Filipino. Yeah. Right. I've known people from Cebu, from Visayas area, who are like. Don't speak to me in Tagalog. (laughs) Speak Mm -hmm. to me in English, like that. Even in Mindanao, the brother like, don't, don't, don't speak to me in Tagalog. Like I'm like, oh.
1: (laughs) Cebu and Dumaguete, like um, Dumaguete is Negros Oriental, like it's Mm -hmm. like the capital. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: So before we were part of um, Central Visayas. So that's Region Seven, but now we have they created, like, a new region. It's called Negros Island region, which is, for me, it's a bit hard because we don't really speak the same language. Mm. But before, when we were part of Cebu, it was a bit easier because Bisaya, like, Cebuano and the Bisaya spoken in uh, Dumaguete in Negros Oriental is actually more or less the same. Similar.
0: Yeah. Mm. Maybe that's... That's like very interesting to think that maybe these regional differences that, that leads into like the whole tribalism that mm-hmm. they say about like the competitiveness of different Ilocano, Visayan, right? And then yeah. like this, the little inner fightings between <laughs> like, oh, don't go to that restaurant because there it is <laughs> like that. <laughs> but, but I guess that shows also the diversity right. and like the really cool like yo, we have so much culture even mm-hmm. within the Philippines, right? I want to ask though all right so you've been here 9 months. Let's let's do a, a rewind, right? Just to get
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> rewind.
0: <laughs> Just to get back right yeah. to like uh, that first feelings cuz I want to get like a little overview of your experience, right? Coming from the Philippines, this is your first time mm-hmm. in the US, right? But you're coming into Daly City where there's a strong Filipino presence. If you can remember back to the beginning, what were those first Mm -hmm. feelings of coming to Skyline, starting out, like, coming here and seeing these Filipinos, but a lot of them, like, Mm Filipino-Americans who don't necessarily know Tagalog? What was your initial...
1: Oh, uh, so the day that i arrived i could i could remember like when i landed in the airport i saw like i because i came here i when i came here i went to indiana first for our summer orientation so i was actually the only filipina there there were maybe around i'm not sure if it's like a hundred um FLTAS. Mm-hmm. So there are there are different orientations and in that group I'm the only Filipino. Oh, okay,
0: okay. Yeah,
1: so when I was there like it's Midwest. So you see the faculty are I think if I'm not mistaken like all white. Although there's actually one Filipino but he he was born and raised here. Uh-huh. He doesn't speak Tagalog. Yeah. Yeah. So when I came to the De- uh when I came to Dallas City, specifically when I was still in the airport, I heard like the language spoken, like you know the people working there. So I said, "Oh my! Like, am I really in the U.S.? Because I didn't expect like the number of people uh-huh, speaking uh-huh. the language." So, uh-huh. so the first thing I did was like ask, because I, you know, there were a lot of doors. So I said, um, "Which way should I go to this?" Because my landlady picked me up. And then I spoke Tagalog because I heard them speaking in Tagalog, yeah, yeah, and then, yeah. it, oh, this is cool. Yeah. Yeah. And then when I went to Miss Liza's um, office, the first time I met her, I didn't know that she doesn't understand <laughs> Tagalog. Uh-huh. But so I, when I when I came in, I said, "Good morning, po. I was with like, "Good morning, po. He said, "Yeah." And then when she spoke, I said, "Okay, she doesn't." speak tagalog but um i'm not really i'd say more or less i'm fluent in tagalog mm-hmm. but it also takes time for me sometimes to process like i'm in because i'm bisaya.
0: yeah so yeah. you're like translating yeah, from one, tra- from english yeah. to like another language to another language
1: that's why i usually hang out with jinn Shout out yeah, to yeah. our...
0: Shout out to Jin, uh-huh. another Skyline student. And she speaks beside
1: Yeah. Oh. So I was so happy. And you know what's the funny thing was? My first weekend here, we went to Soma. We had the tour for the... We had like a sort of a retreat yeah. with the FSU leaders.
0: Yeah. Filipino Student Union. Yeah. Yes.
1: So Jin was there, of course. She was the president. And we didn't know... like we were speaking in english or tagalog the whole time and then the following week remember when we were at the klc office and then you told i think you told me like at like you should teach me some some bisaya, bisaya yeah. like sign words and then Jin, that was the, the time that when Jin you realized found
0: out that it, that you were bisaya oh and then it just started like,
1: "Ah,, ah yeah.
0: I can speak my language right. with someone. It's, it's a really good feeling when you find out someone mm-hmm. does speak your language when you're in a place where you thought no one did, right? Because now... I'm blessed to be here in Daly City where there's a lot of Filipinos but I spent a lot of time in LA and mm. in my area there wasn't a lot of Filipinos I remember I have like a super ear whenever I would walk <laughs> around and then I would hear someone just speak some Tagalog yeah. oh, 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 hello po <laughs> <laughs> I would just say hi, hi magandang araw po Start crying right. because it is a good feeling, mm-hmm. and then even if mine is super slang now, when I say yeah. it, I'm like, Oh, fuck,
1: it's kind <laughs> of oh, damn it.
0: and then when I go to the Philippines, it's so obvious mm-hmm. to people, and they're like, huh? They give me the face first, <laughs> first they look at me, there and then when I keep on speaking, they're like. Oh, sun mm-hmm. <laughs> and then but I just played off sometimes. Uh, oh, main, manila lang, manila. Masaya, <laughs> mga conyo. <laughs> but now there's so many conyoos that you mm-hmm. think that that's real. There's so many people who um, I've met that they don't learn Tagalog in Manila yeah. and in that area because they're just being taught. English, English, that's right. Which is kind of sad. Which is kind of like, yo, I do not want this trend to continue. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think that's good. Not to even know your own country's region's dialect, and because of the English, English superiority, only. right? English only.
1: That's the same thing in the in the in the school where I'm teaching. What? Sometimes, like, there are students who do not speak the dialect. Uh-huh. Or Filipino
0: and so yeah, and they're English only
1: yeah, really so it's it's also ironic that sometimes when you think of English teachers, uh-huh. you think of like people who are enforcing the English only policy,
2: yeah
1: yeah, but when when I was in college, one of uh, my mentors really told us that it's, it's wrong to push something that's not really your mother tongue.
2: Yeah. yeah. Yeah, so
1: coming from someone who's an English major too, like I knew like this is what I wanted to teach like everyone that, you know, you have to of course embrace your mother tongue mm-hmm. and yeah, so actually before I, I, I applied for the scholarship, that was also what was in my mind. Because I was thinking, oh, this is cool. Like, I'll be teaching Filipino. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: It's Tagalog. And then they were thinking, but you're an English teacher. Like, could you do that? I said, Mm -hmm. yeah, of course. So, although sometimes, like, as what I was saying, I need to to think first and then translate. Mm -hmm. But it gives me a really nice feeling when when people would tell me, you know what? You don't really have the accent. Because sometimes if yung... If it's Bisaya, when we speak Tagalog, we have the accent that sometimes we we just would rather say it in English then because
2: oh. yeah because
1: th- Tagalog so they, speaking people have like there there is a certain accent too right like
0: yeah yeah
1: when they speak it you would know that they're I don't know like
0: Tagalog Tagalog talaga. talaga. If, but sometimes sometimes it's Bisaya, if if you different. if you speak Bisaya and you speak
1: Tagalog, it's obvious. Oh yeah, like uh, personally, like. I met someone from Skyline. She was speaking in Tagalog cuz I was with Dessa. Shout out to Dessa, our our <laughs> hey, PCM producer, yeah. So,
0: ASSC. Mhm.
1: So when when she was speaking in Tagalog, right then and there like I knew she's Bisaya.
0: Oh, and then you started yeah. speaking to her in Bisaya. So she
1: went she went to the cafeteria and then I asked Dessa um is she is she Bisaya? She said, I think so. I'm not sure. And then when she came back, I said, Bisaya Kana. No? <laughs> oh, she was also freaking out because she said she wasn't able to speak Bisaya for so long. Oh so,
0: yeah. yeah. That's interesting to think. Cause mm-hmm. Filipino American is highly dominated by Tagalog. Yeah. Like the people except if you go to Hawaii. In Hawaii, there's a large Ilocano Ilocano. population. And they even have Ilocano studies at University of Hawaii. You can study Mm. Ilocano and the history of that as your, I think, even a master's degree. Uh, Wow. Yeah, which is pretty cool because... Majority of the people who immigrated there initially were Ilocanos, the mm-hmm. farmers. Yeah. Um, but if you look at Filipino-American, if you go around here in Daly City, majority you'll speak Tagalog. Tagalog, yeah. yeah if somebody sees and realizes you're Filipino, they'll just speak Tagalog. Tagalog. And even in all the um, popular stuff on BuzzFeed articles mm-hmm. and all that, it's all Tagalog. Tagalog. Tagalog dominated and maybe that's because that's the tongue of imperialist Manila. Yeah. <laughs> maybe. That's what they call it. I've heard that so many times now like especially if I travel to like Visayas or <laughs> especially like Mindanao. Ah, oh, that's uh, imperialist, imperialist Manila. But <laughs> their English and Tagalog mm-hmm. and like all the politicians are there. Right. So, coming here then, what have you noticed as a difference um, between Filipino-Americans and, and the Filipino. Philippines? F-
1: Filipinos and Filipino-Americans, um, for one, just like what uh, what I have heard about, how students would usually go together. I have seen that like on, uh, those who are born in the Philippines, like the Fili-
0: Filipino Pino born, born yeah.
1: would go together and they speak, of course, in Tagalog usually. And then those who are born here would, would also go together. Yeah. Now, Filipino Americans are, I'd say... If I think of Filipino-Americans, I think of people who are, I don't know, impatient sometimes. Really? Yeah. Mm. I don't know. Like Maybe because the Philippines were used to the slow-paced kind of living. Mm. Yeah, so I hear them complaining a lot.
0: Oh, maybe it's like... Because we're in the city and the American yeah. culture is like go go go. Maybe next, yeah. Next, maybe next, it's next.
1: not just go, the Filipino American because, it's different. Because I came from a very small place, a sm- small very town. small town. Mm-hmm. It's so maybe in the like in Manila too, people are like that. Mm, so maybe. <clears throat> yeah.
0: Have you gone to Manila?
1: Yeah, because of Fulbright, oh. I went there just to. Uh, so I went there maybe three times
0: just for Fulbright just for Fulbright like the preparation for it and application and everything oh how big is Dumaguete how big is the like population do you know no (laughs) (laughs) but But, it's a smaller
1: town yeah but remember you said that for you to know how big the the city is it's Jollibee right oh yeah yeah. Yeah. how many Jollibees how many Jollibees do we have we have two three i think we have three three yeah i think
0: it's three three Jollibees. shoot daily city is not that far with two (laughs) and we're in the u.s (laughs) yeah yeah. Yeah, but that's that's not a lot Mm -hmm. especially if you go to like manila you'll have it every other Uh, corner. corner yeah yeah that's like that's tiny I I think I've seen so it is it's kind of it's not like a small pass through city cuz the small pass through cities are like one mm-hmm. jalebi but it's at least at least like I don't know the number but that's a good yeah. amount is is the school that you work for in that city
1: yes Suleman. oh so the, so University. it's big enough to
0: have a college that's yeah
1: they actually have like Maybe around five. Five colleges? There's Silliman University. There's another... Silliman University is... um, It's, it's an American-founded institution. Oh.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: 1901.
0: Inferior a <laughs> so English only here <laughs> and then
1: 1903 I guess uh, that's why it's the first St. Paul college it was a college before now it's a university they said there are a lot of St. Paul colleges or universities in the Philippines mm-hmm. but the first one is in Dumaguete
2: oh. because of they said it's because of
1: Siliman. because you know Protestant and then So, they said, oh, the Catholic should also be there. So, it was established 1903. Oh, the St. Paul. Isn't there a St. Paul 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 in Manila? Manila, Yeah, but I think it, it, if I'm not mistaken, it was established later. Later. Yeah, so, there's St. Paul. We have another, uh, it's called Foundation University. Then, we have a state university, Mm. Negros Oriental State University. And... Of course, the smaller ones, like the... You know AMA, right? No. Oh, no, you don't know AMA. It's What's like AMA? a it's like a college, but it's specifically for computer technology oh. or something. And then we have STI, I think. Oh, STI do we have? Yeah, we have STI, and STI is also like... It's a... More or less, it's like AMA, I guess. Oh, like, like It's more of computer technology. technology. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then we have another one. Asian... I forgot what's what it really is but it's it's aksat call it aksat there's a no, lot there's of seven, universities actually? in seven. a small area
0: that's a lot
1: yeah it's a very small area but we have like seliman for one we have international students too and we have students from mindanao oh really yeah we have oh wait yeah i think
0: i have a friend.
1: Who, yeah, you told me.
0: Yeah, PT, right? Yeah, physical therapy. therapy. Yeah. And they just moved there. Oh, maybe I have a, another reason to visit this summer. <laughs> yeah, somewhere. you should. Yeah, go there. that's crazy because, um, and then she just she she and her family moved there, right? Mm-hmm. Just for the PT program. Then she posted a picture that she met other Phil Ams already. Yeah, there are who have a lot. gone there for PT. Mm-hmm. And that's crazy. Oh, interesting. I guess I have to uh, do some research right, and uh, visit. Right. I hear it's next to the ocean too. Yes, oh. Seliman
1: beside the sea.
0: Oh, so in that poem that you wrote, right? Give us the lessons. Uh, because you you uh, you talked about some dope things there. The one that is standing out to me right now is this idea that you're talking that there's shared struggles with students mm-hmm. both here and in and the Philippines. Th- yeah. Could you expound on that a little bit? What do you mean? So, by of that? course,
1: the Philippines is a third world country. Yeah. Um, getting an education there is really hard. Like, for me personally, like I. I'd say we're not rich, but we're not really that poor too. So I was able to, of course, graduate, but I had three scholarships when I was in college, mm. and that's not even enough. So, um, but maybe because, it's, of course, it, it's a private institution, so it was
2: expensive. More expensive, yeah. yeah.
1: So I'd say, of course, that's one of the struggles there, like living day to day is hard but when you think of the struggles of the students here too like when you know like they talk about how how they cannot spend time with their families mm-hmm. something like that because they have to work mm-hmm. or separated families like i was i was crying one time in rod's manong rod's class um one student shared about I don't know if it if it is it okay to share? I don't know. Don't don't it. share the name. Yeah.
0: Just don't share the name.
1: So like but she talked about how her parents were separated for thirteen years.
0: Oh shoot.
1: Yeah, because um I think the mom was petitioned by the grandparents, I guess, so they had to move here. But the father was left in the Philippines. Oh, I think the father was like a a seaman, so Mm, he he also had to travel yeah Yeah. so they were separated for that long so I'd say maybe I don't know maybe that's one of the reasons why none of my family actually tried to go somewhere Uh (laughs) I was telling you that I'm the first to leave yeah but I'm not even an immigrant but yeah
0: Yeah, it's crazy to think of how many separated families there are Mm. and then but did they end up getting back together like yeah after after 13 years
1: so the father actually had to jump ship really?
0: Dang, that's, that's like, yeah, that's, Mm -hmm. that's scary too. Like not knowing if you're going to be caught Mm -hmm. or like worrying every around the corner, like making sure you don't ever get stopped by police or anything. And I've actually met a few manongs who've done oh, that, done that. Yeah. because that was the way to do it back in the seventies, mm-hmm. even or eighties, like as seamen. Um, and that's the work that some people have to do. To and being a seaman is not easy yeah, work. Right. I have one manong who he was working on the ship, and they're doing the containers. It fell and like uh, it cut off his foot, yeah. like totally detached his ankle. Oh. <laughs> and then I was like, "What?" Because I, I saw him walking with a limp one time, and I was like, "Are, are you okay?" It's like, "Oh, that's just that's just how it is." And mm. he told me the story of how they had to put it in ice, and they went to the hospital, oh and they just reattached it, but.
1: Dang. good thing they were able but to good save thing it they were
0: able to save it but it was
1: fully detached oh my god
0: and that's the work that a lot of yeah. people have to do
1: and it separates them from families yeah. like that and it can't change what made me cry was the statement that the mom told because it was actually the mom's decision
0: mm. to so immigrate
1: no uh, like for the for the father to jump ship Oh. Yeah, so it was like the mom's idea.
0: Oh, yeah, that's sure. a mama who's been waiting for yeah, 13 years. I <laughs> 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 We're waiting yeah. too long.
1: So when uh, the mom said, even if you don't have a family here, like we will be your family. Because, like, oh, you know, it's also yeah. different. Like, even if you have your wife there and your kids, but you can't see your you know your, your parents, parents your yeah.
0: siblings yeah it's i'm very grateful to be here with my mama mm-hmm. and i get to see my sister sometimes but then it is different Now that we got my Lola with us here Mm -hmm. Just for a few months It feels totally different Just seeing her like Hi Lola Love you Lola Like that Compared to when it's just me and my mom Mm -hmm. And then the idea that You go back to the Philippines And visit some communities Where you're walking around You see everyone All (laughs) the aunties, cousins Playing together Nieces And Mm -hmm. you can walk around You know this tita, that tita Everyone is family right. And it's totally different And I do see how it can be very hard for people Even if you do have your wife yeah. And your kid It's different right? Some or, people get mm-hmm. depressed
1: Or sometimes they're there But like one of my friends was telling me You can't eat together Like, Oh yeah Because yeah, everyone's night. working yeah.
0: Night shift, this mm-hmm. and that And you end up just microwaving <laughs> mm-hmm. and there's no real family time anymore especially if you're working class right even kids end up working mm-hmm. right like we've had kids at Westmore yeah who work almost like Almost 40 hours. Oh, well, oh like, okay. How do you do that? Right. Like at McDonald's, because they have to help pay. Mm. Shout out to Bench at Saramonti, <laughs> where a lot of them work. Or McDonald's, Taco Bell. Okay. They're working yeah. just to support the family, because it's also getting expensive to live out here. It's, it's pretty crazy. But at the end of the day, we see the similarities of that struggle right. for education. And it's been like ingrained in us Mm -hmm. that, yo, education is important, but it's just easier for some to get it because of financial stability, Mm -hmm. while other people really have to struggle, whether scholarships or even working. Yeah. That's crazy. What did, what have you noticed? Don't cry, don't cry.
1: No, I'm just thinking. (laughs) I'm just thinking. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah, so it's a question.
0: <laughs> what have you seen? Because you've helped both at high school level yeah. here. Westmore was our first one. And then in South uh, South City. Mm-hmm. But then also you've been helping us Skyline, right? What have you noticed with uh, the differences between Westmore High School and, and South, South City? City? Yeah.
1: Ah. Uh... I think cause um, maybe because I was with the Westmore students since last fall, and I feel like fall is longer than spring. Uh. I feel like they're more close to each other.
0: Mm.
1: Yeah, and then yeah. in South City, they have... Cause it's a bigger class too, so they have like smaller groups.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. What's interesting is mm -hmm. that in Westmore, our class was more more the newly immigrated Filipinos, a lot more Mm -hmm. newly immigrated, and uh, English a second language, and they were really integrating still. While in South City, a lot of our students in for this um, cohort were a lot. Of established Filipino Americans already. Yeah. Some really joined because they wanted to learn more about the Filipino history. Yeah. And a lot were high achieving too. Mm-hmm. Right? Like like A P classes and everything. And it really makes me think. I wonder what that can how you really bridge that gap. Because you were talking about how you noticed even the Philborn Filipinos, um, Hang out together, yeah, while the american born Filipinos all hang out together in their own little cliques mm. what do you think? How do you think you can bridge that gap?
1: I think we should have like something like maybe I feel like the the gap there will always be there as long as they're both close minded or mm. yeah, like you know if if they'd say, that's fine. Like, I'm comfortable with my group already. Like, I don't really care. But once you present, like, something, like, let's say, if the kapatiran, kapatiran, right? Kapatiran, yeah. Yeah. If the... I get confused with Kapatiran and Kapamilya. Because yeah. <laughs> when I think of when I think of Kapamilya, it's Ate and Kuya, right? So I yeah. think of Kapatid. Uh, yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And then we have Kapamilya. <laughs> <Kamilia> is bigger. <laughs> and then we have Kababaya, learning community. Yeah. <laughs> yeah so we should change
1: it. <laughs> change Kapamilya yeah. and Kapatiran, yeah. please. <laughs> okay. So with the Kapat Kapatiran, um.
0: Which is the high school yeah. class? Yeah, I high school college success class. With
1: with someone um, spearheading the group, and of course um, encouraging, like the f- the Phil Americans who are born and raised here, and those who are who just immigrated. If you have someone like, you know, like showing them what it really means and what it is to be a Phil Amer- Filipino and American at mm. the same time, and see how how both could actually just work together. A, mm. Like, you know, not, you don't distinguish yourself as an, an immigrant. I just newly immigrated and I am a Filipino, not an American. Cause I feel like if, I don't know, cause I'm not really an immigrant, but I feel like if you moved here, you'd, you'd think of yourself not as a Filipino American, but just a Filipino. Mm. Like maybe that's what sets the boundaries there. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like, I don't see myself as an American, so I'd be with this group. Mm. Yeah, but if you try to introduce, like, you know, you have to get used to it because you have to also accommodate the new culture that you are in. Mm -hmm. And of course, the Filipino Americans would do the same because even if you're born and raised here, maybe, of course, you have to know your roots. Mm -hmm. And so
0: and they're trying to integrate yeah. what they've learned from their families and then while at the same time feeling somewhat separated from the Filipinos cuz they're not quote unquote as Filipino mm-hmm. and they might that might feel make them feel like outsiders right, right. almost like it's very interesting also to see who labels themselves what right mm-hmm. if you label yourself Filipino or Filipino American or American American yeah right because that's what I'm really trying to study too I wonder what do you all label yourselves Mm -hmm, right mm -hmm. because even for me even if I was born in the Philippines I grew up for high school middle school high school here, here so those formative identity years right I wanted yeah. to be American mm-hmm. and I wore Hollister I wore all the white <laughs> clothing like the brands Avicron and Fitch <laughs> and polos <laughs> um, and so I consider myself Filipino American mm-hmm. um, because if I go back to the Philippines they're like Wait, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the, right? you're not really it's, Filipino you're not really mm-hmm. yeah you're not full like that culture yeah. or that exposed and a lot of people that I've talked to so far like some don't even know Tagalog but they have a strong feeling of wanting to be Filipino, yeah. right? Especially because if you live in America and the larger culture still sees you as, oh, you're something different mm-hmm. too. So you're kind of lost in the middle where you're in America, but nah, you're something else. You're Filipino-American, right? You mm-hmm. have some color in you, but you go into to, to the Philippines and you're like, oh, you're Kano. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're like, <laughs> what? Where do I go? Yeah.
1: Like, do Where I do go I fit in the myself? water?
0: Yeah. Am I in the ocean?
1: <laughs> Somewhere in between the islands. Yeah. Hawaii. Let's go Hawaii. <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: I'm Hawaiian. <laughs> um.
1: Polynesian Yeah, that's why there were
0: some people I've heard friends uh, Of friends saying that like Oh yeah, they knew people who just like Had these identity crisis And were just like Yeah, uh, uh, I'm Hawaiian mm-hmm. Right? Like even if they, they spent some time in Hawaii And really Because they didn't really want to associate mean, With yeah. any specific group And this seemed like the most viable one mm-hmm. So I'm I'm really hopeful though that things will change in terms of bri- building bridges but there really has to be a bridge because I've noticed that when we had our joint class of the Westmore and the South yeah. City there they have their little groups mm. and then yeah they don't talk to the people from the other high school yeah. also but I guess it's high school it's kind of hard to bridge that gap yeah and I'm sometimes
1: the- maybe uh. it's just with the communication style too.
0: yeah 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 um. Except that's why I was very grateful for like EJ, where we have folks EJ, who are yeah. very like extroverted and mm-hmm. can entertain people. And then when he was doing magic tricks, yeah, that gets people together and laughing, and that shared experience. And I really think that going to Skyline would bridge the gaps too because you see like Mm -hmm. Duchess and JT different high schools they're at Skyline together they're hanging out and both South City and Westmore right right?
1: that's that's actually like a big step already like putting both schools together Mm. because of course when they go to Skyline they'd see this uh, these are familiar faces already Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, right mm -hmm. so even if they're not from the same school maybe yeah there's, you know, there's a start. possibility that they'll start getting together.
0: What, so far, nine months in, what do you think of America? From what in, you have seen.
1: In what sense? Like.
0: Hmm. In the w- let, let's, let's zoom out, right? Because we're in okay. America in like Daily City. Mm-hmm. But then, but this is like Filipino America. Right, we're in the hub of Filipino America, right? Daily City, Pinoy Capital, baby. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I know you went over that in Liza's class. (laughs) But from what you've been seeing in the larger culture, in the news, things like that, your experience going around, just Mm -hmm. what are your general feelings? There's no right or wrong question. Just what are your general feelings of America? Um,. As like an observer, right? You're not an immigrant, Mm -hmm. but you've been here a good amount of time. Nine months is more than enough to get a general point of view.
1: I'd say in the US, everything is fast paced. Mm. And so I, I can't imagine myself really living here. Really? I don't know. Ah. Yeah, like, I grew up in a a very small town with a beach, and it, like, in my, the kind of job, I'm a teacher there, so it's, it's pretty, the schedule is also very hectic. We start class at 7.30 and at 5. Yeah. But here, I don't know, like, sometimes I don't feel like people connect to each other, Uh like, Americans in general. Like everyone's just into their thing. Like sometimes they don't I feel like they don't see each other eye to eye. Mm. Yeah. That's how I feel. I don't know.
0: Have you noticed that there's more connection in the Philippines when you like Yeah. Is it you are you talking about like on that one-on-one like just talking level?
1: Mm-hmm. Like
0: people are on to the next one here, you think?
1: I feel like it's cuz You know, sometimes, uh, most of the time, I'd stay... Or maybe because, of course, they're busy. Like, they have to work, school, and then work, 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 school. So, usually, I stay at home because I also don't want to go out alone. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. And then if I ask... Like, do you have... Or if... I don't know, like... um, Like, yesterday, we were planning to go bowling, but they were asking for our availability but the problem is we can't really come up with a date because yeah. everyone's like I have work I have work I have work so yeah.
0: meeting yeah, school so, that is true it's hard to yeah like schedule things with people now and then you just like you have to schedule even hangouts
2: mm.
0: like, right? <laughs> like am I old? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like I have to schedule I was just texting a friend like we have to schedule like two weeks from now Mm -hmm. because that's when school ends for him. He's a teacher and he said, oh yeah, let's hang out when things settle down Mm -hmm. because there's no real time for him to hang out, just relax and... How, uh, how you think it's slow pace? but you said it's 7.30 I, to, yeah, five. to 5 in the Philippines how is it slow paced if you have a full day too
1: maybe it's not really like slow slow pace, but it's just that we find time mm. yeah so for example like even if it's a very long day for us like we end at 5 like me personally because of course I'm single like what? single like not married. <laughs> so, what I, what we do or what I usually do is we hang out at the faculty lounge even yeah. until 8 oh, or chismis. 10. Uh, sometimes it's cheese me, sometimes it's just grading. grading papers, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And then we sh- sometimes it's not really just we talk about our sentiments, like we talk about Senty. solutions to problems. <laughs> You know, so when you're checking and then you'd say, I don't know why, blah, blah, blah. And then you we start talking about um, how we can improve things maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's also a time, like, even if I feel like it's outside of work, it's work, but outside of work, but still we talk about work, but in in a way it, it relaxes me because it's good when you hear people also sort of complaining because mm. you'd... you'd it, it actually comforts me because I'd, I'd say, oh, so it's not just me who's having problems with, let's say, this student, for example. Because sometimes you feel bad when, sometimes I, f- I tell myself, is he or she just doing this to me or what? Mm. Yeah, so when you hear like...
0: Like the shared experience. The shared experience, from yeah. other people.
1: Sometimes it makes me feel okay. Okay, I get it.
0: I have a question. What were your initial impressions or or ideas of America
2: before. before you
0: came here? Yeah, like just looking at America from a Filipino perspective. Filipino perspective in Dumaguete. What were your initial
1: like ideas? Mm-hmm. For one, I was thinking because. Honestly, like, when I looked at the, because we were given choices, like, we had to rank the schools, Mm. and then there's actually, like, a description of the location, so it just says there, San Bruno Suburban, and then, like, my idea of Suburban is, like, okay, we have space. Or yeah. yeah, so I was thinking of like the very big houses where, yeah, with all yeah, those yeah. lawn and yeah, and I wasn't because it's California. I think of the sun. Yeah, yeah. I didn't expect <laughs> that it's foggy here.
0: <laughs>
1: so I was really shocked when I the fir- my first night here because it was really really foggy. Foggy, yeah. So it was cold. Uh, what else? Maybe that's just about it.
0: Oh, so you just had the impression it's of, more how of how it more looked. It's more of how it more looked. More of how it looked.
1: Yeah. But I already had an idea that they'd be, there'd be Filipinos here, mm. but I didn't expect it's really that much.
0: Mm. Like uh, the quantity-wise and yeah. all the different um, restaurants and everything.
1: <laughs> right there's something
0: beautiful about Daly City. I'm just like a recent transplant just in 2013. Mm-hmm. And I remember just arriving here and being so happy. Like every day I would <sighs> see a new restaurant like while driving. I'm like, is that Filipino? Mm-hmm. And another one like Chellogs, Logs? What? what is this? And then because I didn't know that there were so many Filipinos before moving here. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a big reason actually why I was... Able to be successful at Skyline because of the Kababai learning community, the support, seeing other Mm -hmm. Filipinos excelling as teachers too. I never had a Filipino teacher in high school, in middle school, growing up. Mm -hmm. Like, I never, everybody did not look like me, right? Mm -hmm. So I realized, yo, this is really powerful to be able to see Filipinos in positions of power Mm -hmm. positions of success right and Miss Liza Apello the The. legacy starter of Skyline College has been very big right Mm -hmm. we've seen a lot of students come through and even for Westmore and South City it's really important for these high schoolers Filipino high schoolers to have these lessons Mm -hmm. I really wish I learned some of this when I was younger right what what do you think you'll be taking from this experience back to the Philippines? What what have you learned so far?
1: Oh, like... The first thing is... In in the school where I'm teaching at... There are a lot of students there who are... In a way, they're also... They have... Sep- the, the families are separated. Hmm. Because most of... I, I'm not really sure if it's most... But a number of them have parents who are working abroad.
0: Yeah, OFWs.
1: Yeah, so... Sometimes, um, I don't know, like it's also hard to deal with these kinds of students when you know the parents are absent. So, I don't know, like I can't imagine mes- myself growing up without at least a mother or a father. Mm. So, if it's both, mm-hmm. that's harder.
0: Mm-hmm. You have students whose par- both parents are yeah. gone, yeah.
1: So, usually, like they're left with. grandparents or the aunties and some of them are actually like as early as high school they're already in a dormitory
0: oh shoot yeah
1: so they live like especially those who are from Mindanao so they have to stay in a dormitory and do stuff like so like for one sometimes they think that if their parents are working abroad they can just you know spend and like or sometimes they feel like I don't know if it's like guilt-tripping them or what, but they feel like they the parents are obliged to give them everything because you know they're absent. Mm. So you should give us what we want. I don't know, but that's how I... Maybe it's just me.
0: (laughs) (laughs) The way you're looking at them? What do you mean maybe it's just you?
1: Not not really like how I look at them, but maybe that's how I imagine them thinking. Oh, okay, okay. So... Yeah, but I believe there are some students who are like that or there are some kids who are like that. Not necessarily just from my school, but like those who are from a family with OFWs. Yeah. Yeah, so, because I always, when I hear like the, some of the older, my older friends here, when they talk about sending money to the Philippines, it's sometimes they feel like, their family back there don't know, like, the kind of living that they have here just to be able to send money mm. back. So, I, like, it's totally different when you see it in the movies only. So, I'd be sharing them, the the stories of what I've heard. And what I have seen, like, it's not really easy to be away from your family. Mm. And so, like, you you have to show them the love that they deserve too because they're doing everything for you. Right? Like,
0: I don't know. Yeah, it's like the I- idea that just because you're an OFW, you have an okay life, now, nah. like, outside of the Philippines. Mm. Sometimes the story of the struggle is not really told. Like, I have a friend who drives in a janky car. Every time he starts it up, it's like... Mm-hmm. And he drives every time. He drives like, dude, you should get the car checked. It's, yeah, it's fine, it's fine. But even when he's driving around, it's like... Mm-hmm. Like that. And he sends money back yeah. to the Philippines as much as he can, like, for whether it's a celebration or a party, right? And it's not all glitz and glamour for people who are um, working abroad mm. or sending money back to the Philippines. We're st- that's still a major uh, part of the GDP, right? Like right. Like the uh, remittances. How crazy is that? It's like a large portion of the economy mm-hmm. in the Philippines is money being sent by OFWs, by expats, just working abroad all across the United States. Mm-hmm. And... Uh, I I really feel it'll be important to tell these stories of people who are working, but hopefully in the future have better opportunities in the Philippines so they don't have to leave. Right. Right? Like, it's cool that we are worldwide, but also kind of sad, right? That I remember visiting even just one place in Luzon, Bataan, Mm -hmm. and then our local guide was telling us, yeah, we have this whole street over here where all the houses... Those are all owned, are all the people in there. They have OFWs who are not there anymore. Like mm-hmm. family members who, mm-hmm. yeah, they're all gone in, to foreign countries yeah. just to work. And then I met like a family where it was that, where both parents were working abroad mm. and their kids were left there, Yeah. Um, but with the lolas and they were staying in this like, it was uh, it was kind of nice, but it was just a bamboo house, right? Mm-hmm. But it was well built. Um, but then inside, they have the TV. They yeah. have a nice uh, uh, like uh, tablet because it's money sent mm-hmm. by um, the parents. parents yeah. and it's yeah, it's crazy, right? I, I, it's so weird, mm-hmm. but it's also part of our story, right? We've been we have had people leaving the Philippines since the early 1900s yeah. to work abroad, right? Yeah. To all the, like, farm workers, the... What, what were they called again? The... Ma. Sacadas. Sacada, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I remember my Filipino history. <laughs> Manong Rod. <laughs> Manong Rod. You're in that class right now. Yes. What What do you think about it? How, how do it's you like it? It's pretty
1: cool. Like, um, we watched videos... Yesterday, we had a guest speaker. Who? Um, Jonathan P? I don't know how to pronounce his family name, but it's like P-E-T-T-E-P-T-P something. What did he talk about? It was the story of um, nurses and immigration, Filipino nurses. Oh. Yeah. So, I think it was, he was Manong Rod's classmate in one of his classes in... I think in his PhD program. So it was actually his paper. So he talked about the history of Filipino nurses immigrating and how discrimination is done to them. Uh, yeah, like there were some who had to leave their work or some who had to just endure even if they're working overtime without being paid. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So he did like an interview of a number of nurses and then just talk about their stories.
0: And wrote a paper about that. Yeah, like we are still number one in nurses, mm-hmm. I think. <laughs> <laughs> it's. But have you seen the Joe joke Yeah. <laughs> <he's>, <laughs> it's like, uh, I'm not going to make fun or talk bad about nursing. It's great, but let's be real. That was not your dream. <laughs> that was your Filipino
1: mom's dream. Yeah, I know. Like <laughs> when I went to college, most of my a number of my classmates went to the nursing school and
0: Why did you decide to do education and why do you want end up how do you end up <laughs> becoming a teacher? Like a high school teacher.
1: So uh I got my scholarship one of my scholarships is from the Commission on Higher Education it's like like the dep- the department of education but it's mm. more of the college but mm-hmm. yeah it's a government um agency so they gave us like a list of the courses that we could take oh yeah so they said that these are the courses that are that they'd be needing to be filled in cuz only a few are taking it. I don't know why oh. education was there because I, I felt like there are a lot of teachers already. Oh. Yeah, but uh, I remember one of the choices was BS um, chemistry and there was also physics. But I came from a science elementary and a science high school, <laughs> public school, but focused on science. Uh-huh. So I felt like this you is too like much. <laughs> like I had I'd had enough of those uh-huh. formulas and all. So, yeah. And then I was also thinking about math, but my family's inclined to math. I told myself I might just get something else. And then I was thinking of something that doesn't need that much memorization because I hate memorizing (laughs) stuff. But I ended up, but I was wrong.
0: (laughs) Was there a lot of memorization still in teaching? There's still.
1: I hated the board exam for that. (laughs) And then they said, oh, but if you, um, how about English? If you take English, maybe you can land in any other jobs if you don't really w- want to become a teacher. Because at first, I didn't want to become a teacher. Really?
0: Yeah. Oh, so you just took English as a general. Yeah. Because you didn't really yeah. want to be a teacher, yeah. but that was the option.
1: But the thing is, in the Philippines, unlike here, you're privileged because you can just take um, general sub like courses, right? And then choose your major later. Yeah, yeah. But there, we have to start with a major. Oh, so just I, your first
0: year mm, in college, you have to start already with the major.
1: I remember um, we have two major subjects in each semester. First, when I was in first year college, mm. so but I was inspired when one of our, um, one of our oh no the dean it was actually the dean, um, he told us about his story. Like I was crying the whole time. Really? Why? Yeah, because he he was talking about how it was also a struggle for him because he came from a smaller town and they're they're not rich and so and he came from his father was a farmer and so his father really wanted him to just work in the farm, not uh and. Just work there and don't go to college anymore. Although he was able to also graduate high school at that time. But I think, I'm not sure if it was high school when the father already got mad for him going to school. Something like that. Mm Because, you know, the thinking of the father is, you just have to work because, like, we need food.
2: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm.
1: So... He had to work as early as high school. Like he went to, cause there's no high school in a in the in their place. Mm-hmm. So he had to like walk for two hours, I guess. That's the nearest high school in you their area. Yeah. So what he did was he he worked in one of a an eat. I think it's an eatery mm-hmm. something. So he calendaria. Ka, not Kalinder, yeah, it's Karindi
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah,
1: so he was he he stayed there, so he gets free food. so he worked there the whole week and then he just goes home during weekends,
0: oh because it's a
1: long walk,
0: yeah, so
1: so that he could have a place to stay,
0: yeah, 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 yeah,
1: so he struggled like his entire high school, and then, of course, when he went to college, Um, he also did his best just to be able to go to school Hmm. so i don't know like that inspired you yeah i felt like this is like he's my he's my idol like i want to be like him Hmm. like you know inspire more people and talk about how important education is because mm. he was talking about how he couldn't provide because he had a family before he graduated college. Mm. So yeah, if I'm, if I'm right. Yeah, so he had a fa- family first and then before he graduated. Yeah, and he earned his, even when he got his doctorate degree, like he was still struggling. So, and he's a very, very simple man. So very humble so I said I want to be like him.
0: Oh. Yeah. So how many years have you been teaching ha, how many years have you been a high school teacher in the Philippines?
1: I started 2010. Dang,
0: so like a good 7 years.
1: Yeah. Dang. It was also unexpected. Like uh, I I
0: started so as a were, part-timer.
1: So you were like 20 years old? When you started teaching? Yeah, I just turned 20 that year. (laughs) And you taught high school? Yeah. So I graduated in 2010, March of 2010. And then I went to school just to get my transcript. But the chairman of the college told me they're like the high school is hiring. Uh They're looking for someone to teach. And then I said, No, I won't teach because i need to focus on my board exam so i said since i don't have money to enroll again for the like a review center i'll be self-studying so i need time yeah and said and then he said no you can do it like you can study while you teach i said no (laughs)
2: because
1: i i need to focus on the board exam yeah but the thing is he called them up like I was in front of him and then he said, no, you wait. And then he con- he called the high school department and then he said, I'm sending someone there, uh, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> so, oh my God. And then of course, I don't want to hem- embarrass him. So <laughs> oh I felt like I was God. obliged to go. So oh I said, okay. My. And then, yeah. So when I was there, I was I was told, okay, so um, you just send us, the you're the requirements. And then I started.
0: <laughs> and then you sent it in.
1: Yeah, and then I I felt like oh my gosh, this is not really for me. I said this is not for me because during my uh, so you have to do a demo,
0: demo a teaching. demo yeah. teaching.
1: Yeah. When I did it, I was like I I was sick that week, so I wasn't able to prepare that much. But luckily, I was able to d- to do it. So.
0: Yeah. Do you like it now? You said that was just at first it's not for you, mm-hmm. but you stayed for six, seven years. Do you like it?
1: Yeah, I. So I heard the story of my dean when I was still in first year college. Yeah. So at first I said, I I want to be like him. So I think I'm gonna finish this this course and do whatever it takes to become a teacher. Mm. When I was in fourth year college so we were asked to um, uh, we were required to do like an apprenticeship it's um what do you call that student teaching yeah yes yeah, so teaching. we did for the first semester it's I did it in a public public high school and then second semester is in the school where I'm teaching at. so I was able to compare the private and public school system. Mm-hmm. So I was able to see the difference and it's pretty cool in both um sc- both uh, the public and private. But
0: what's the difference?
1: For one, the the number of students. Oh. Public schools are pretty packed.
0: Like how many to one teacher?
1: Around 60 maybe?
0: 60 to one yeah. teacher.
1: And it's yeah.
0: In a high school class?
1: Mm-hmm. 60 but That's i'd crazy. say i i had a very very good mentor in in both the public and private high school so i learned a lot from them how to deal with the kids 60, 60 students right and oh you, i couldn't imagine like how she did it like so i was pretty amused with how even if with that number she can still manage everyone and see like what they're doing so But it was cool Like when you do the group activities There's a lot There's a lot Yeah But 60 60 Yeah
0: Because we struggle um, Like with like 30 Yeah Like 30 is a lot already And And that's Wait How does it work? Is that 60 students Per Sorry. day? In one class? How do you How does that work? You teach one class To these 60 students?
1: Hmm you have six, it depends, like uh, 60 per section. So, and then in one section, are you
0: so you're the English teacher? Yeah. And so, so they're just with you how many hours?
1: Um, usually it's an hour a day.
0: And then you have another class? How another many sections class. do you teach?
1: When I was in, when I was teaching, yeah, student pub- teaching? Yeah. Mean student- okay, sure. I, I only had one.
0: But how does how many does a but regular the, teacher but the,
1: but the regular teacher would usually have at least four or five
0: four sections a day with 60 students each
1: yeah so there's like 240 there.
0: They don't remember everyone's names, do they? Yeah, she, she can. does.
1: Yeah. What the heck? That's we have to, or else. <laughs> That's why they need more teachers. <laughs> That's they definitely. Yeah, but need the problem is, teachers. we have a lot of teachers. It's just that the classrooms, maybe. Ugh. It's really with the budget. Like if you meet, if you say more teachers, more people, of course.
0: More classrooms are needed.
1: Yeah, and then of course the salary. Yeah yeah maybe that's that's why it's still hard because
0: and then so how is it in the private school
1: in the private school we have fewer like maximum is 40 that's already still a lot but that's the maximum but at least we it's more comfortable um physical setting wise yeah Yeah. yeah. we have an air condition Yeah. yeah but in the public like you'd be sweating with the 60 yeah, the students. students yeah yeah
0: damn that's like it's crazy that there's the comparison between public and uh, right. private there but still in comparison to classes <laughs> here mm-hmm. right at least 40 students that's a lot, a lot yeah. I mean I know there are schools struggling here in different parts of the US right at least in the area that we're at the suburbs quote mm-hmm. like the biggest class that I had in Denman Middle School was 35
2: mm-hmm. and then
0: I know that and we had like two to three teachers in the classroom wow. at the same time because it was co-teaching set mm-hmm. up for PEP and Shout out to Pinoy Pinoy Educational Mm -hmm. Partnership. But that was hard already. (laughs) I can't even remember names of the (laughs) students from last year. Mm -hmm. And I was struggling a little bit. And we only had one class. Yeah. That is crazy. Teachers have a lot on their plate, but they aren't paid well. Yeah. They aren't appreciated. And it sucks that. Even funding is getting targeted and right. getting cut now. It's it's such an important and I think very powerful space to be in, like mm-hmm. a classroom with a good teacher who actually cares. But there's no real support for that. Yeah, which is which is sucky.
1: Yeah, that's the sad part. And I remember um, when I was training um, public school teachers. Mm-hmm. You know that uh, the the Philippines also follow the K-12 system, right? Yeah,
0: yeah. They just changed and it yeah. two, three years ago.
1: Although I'd say it's still different.
0: Really? Yeah. Why? What do you mean? How is it different?
1: Because I saw like in the high schools here as early as... Wait, because your high school here is... Is it? It starts with ninth grade, right? Yeah. <clears throat> so you have... 9, 10, 11, 12 high school. Yeah. So with those years, it's it's like more or less, it's pre-college because you have to choose your own subjects, right? Kind of. And there's already of. like a sort of a there's track. There's some
0: electives, yeah. Mm-hmm. Depends from which high school you go to. There Some high schools have different programs. and all, But there are general requirements for graduation by the state and yeah. by federal, I think.
1: That's... That's actually what we're doing for senior high school, so there's like a core subject. They yeah. call it core subject. Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. And then you have the yeah. specifics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But we only get to do that for 11 and 12. For grade seven to ten, our junior high school, it's pretty much laid out there. They yeah. Don't so choose.
0: it's weird because here, okay. At least let's just lay it out. Mm-hmm. The the same is elementary. Yeah. One to six. six. Okay. Um, Here in the U.S., they call 7 and 8 middle Middle school school, and then 9 to 12 high school. In the Philippines, 7 and 8 is together with 9 and and 10. 10. So 7 to 10 10 is high school and then 11 to 12 is senior high school, which is actually uh, what I've seen linked to colleges. Mm -hmm. A lot of them are the colleges once they switched to the K to 12 a lot of the colleges opened up senior high school programs yeah right so so it's almost like a pre college center it's weird because that two years here comes before high school mm-hmm. in the US the two years is the middle school while those additional two years come after high school mm-hmm. in the Philippines right but then the reason why they switched to that K to 12 was kind of to match mm-hmm. american standards which is so lame it's still right. and there was a lot of um negative um, pushback Mm -hmm. in the Philippines when they were initially pushing it forward because I think the argument was that this is just to match us up and to a lot of the senior high school programs were for vocational type work that would only lead to more export labor.
1: Yeah.
0: Yeah. They were, it was basically training... A lot of the arguments against it was like, you're just training us so we get more exportable work so <laughs> there's more OFWs <laughs> and more remittances. And that was one argument. Um, but some people were positive um, like proponents of it yeah. saying that, oh, it's good for more prep. and But I think a lot of people were succeeding without it and it actually... Uh, force people to be, like, ready. Uh-huh. There was a lot of college grads already at 20, right? Yeah, like Even me. <laughs> like you, yeah. And just <laughs> jump into the working life.
1: Yeah. Uh, I I wouldn't say that I'm against K-12, mm-hmm. although I'd say I'm I'm for it, but there are just a lot of things that, I think maybe it's just the implementation. Implementation. Yeah. What? Because one of the changes that I saw when we started K to twelve was the kind of curriculum. There was sort of a change in the curriculum, how it's implemented. But the thing is, teachers really need training, like Uh, a lot of training. training. Yeah. Because, but. But there are a lot of teachers who don't like it because it's really time consuming. Oh, the training? Not just the training, but implementing it itself.
0: You know what was negative that I initially heard? I think this was in uh, 2015 when the argument was going on was the implementation part was since there were no new incoming freshmen in college for two years, those costs were off put Mm -hmm. into tuition hikes Mm. for those upperclassmen, Mm. for those juniors and incoming seniors. And a lot of people had to stop because they couldn't afford the tuition hikes. And they're like, we're just trying to finish. Mm. And a lot of those, the ones that I talked to were coming from farmer families mm-hmm. and they were the first ones to go to college like that. And they're even going to a state college. Mm-hmm. Those folks from the Mindanao state university mm-hmm. I got to talk to. And yeah, it was that transition They're like, what is this? Like, how come it's being off put to us, but that's the implementation. Yeah. Right. And I don't know how it's going to be in the next few years, but yeah, it's kind of crazy. And it's kind of crazy that the big four, Mm-hmm. Uh, I think at the name, the big. Are you four. talking about
1: the law? The law results? Oh, no, 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 no. Oh, okay. Just
0: the general those uh, big yeah. four colleges. I forgot if it's UST and but UP. and some of them. You, I don't know if it's UP, but at least a certain big colleges already shifted their school year to yeah. match U.S. school year. August. Yeah, the August break, and I'm like. But uh, this is all based, this is still all rooted in wanting to conform to To. American standards. Good thing
1: we're not following it. Shout out to Silliman. (laughs) (laughs) American American founded institution, but we're not following it. Mm. Proud to say that.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Because it's weird because the those colleges are following it but not all high schools and elementary schools yeah. are shifting so what's what's going on there's so many different like levels of transitions and it's almost even deciding who gets to go into where because if you want to get into those higher like more notable schools mm-hmm. then it make, would make sense that you go to the more notable high schools that follow the same yeah. um, schedule, mm. follow the same uh, rubric. And those are usually private schools, more expensive, more expensive schools. And so you only get to go to those if you have money. money. And it's all money at the end of the day. right? But shout out, my dad went to, <laughs> I got <laughs> the nail and whatever. And it's... It, it, and it was cool when I got to visit They have a nice campus UP de Le Mans has a huge campus
1: With the acacia trees
0: Yeah, it's kind of nice walking around I'm like, this is so social looking <laughs> And it's it's interesting to just see the similarities mm-hmm. But also differences but the lame part is that when you even if it's American institution, the educational system was implemented by America, a lot of the degrees once you come over here are not yeah. respected, yeah, they're not they look at it like oh eh, eh. you can't be a doctor here even if you were a doctor in the mm-hmm. Philippines, right, like my mama had to redo the whole schooling yeah. go back to school nursing, nursing. for the whole thing because I was like oh whatever we don't care if you're <laughs> yeah. uh, an, a lawyer there or whatever you're you were not mm-hmm. even if uh, yeah, even if we set up the schools there <laughs> in the 30s and stuff yeah, it doesn't matter it's not a, an American school yeah so we have this mix like oh, I don't know I don't know mm-hmm. I don't know I don't know what about it. but yeah okay um let's let's close down but what um are some pieces of advice give leave us three pieces of advice i like to frame it a little bit to newly arriving filipinos here because you had the um, kind of mini experience, even uh-huh. if you're not immigrating, right? You had the mini experience of trying to find a sense of home. You've shared with me a lot that you were able to find a sense of home here. But give me... And you've seen spaces for newly immigrant, uh-huh. immigrated Filipinos, right? Like in Westmore. What are three pieces of advice that you would give? Three? Three pieces of advice for newly immigrated or arriving Filipinos?
1: Uh, maybe the first one is to be with the right people. Right people. Right people. How do you know the right people? Like, right for me would be people that I'd be comfortable with, but at the same time I'll learn from them. So of course it's not really comfortable if you're in a very in a new place, right? You have to know how to find your way and everything, but I'd say finding the right circle for you, so you have to know what you want first.
0: Mm. you have to know what you want so that you yeah. can find the right people the right circles
1: I think hmm. in my in my I'm just so lucky that it was sort of provided for me like mm-hmm. right. I knew then and there this is where I should go. So with that, I was able to meet more people. For example, like with the Filipino Student Union, with Jim, with Liza, I was able to meet um, other groups, like Laya, for example. Mm
2: -hmm.
1: So I'm not really an active Laya member, but Mm -hmm. I was able to sit down with them, learn Mm -hmm. more about you know the issues here that affects the philippines um that would be one so you you have to know can it can it be two know what you want uh-huh. and then find your find your circles circle. yeah and then maybe third would be i'd say i don't know what's the third mm-hmm. one <laughs> oh, I'm, I'm, I'm. I'd say I'm not really that religious, but I believe that there's really someone there who guides me,
0: hmm. like something. There's some yeah. It, I'm, a I'm a Christian. I'm a Christian. Yeah. So Christian. Yeah. I'm a
1: Christian. I'm Christian too. My name's Christian. Yeah, Queen but Christian. But it's it's weird too, like. I'm a Christian, but some, but you know, like I believe in in superstitions too. Uh, you know that mix of <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. So I believe that there's really a guiding force that that drives me to where I am now. Like everything that happened in this whole entire Fulbright experience is, is not really like I don't really know if it if it was me. I I'd say uh, it's not me. Really? Yeah, because. Oh, you, I didn't tell you the story, but everything was like set into place. I didn't really apply right then and there. I I it came to a point that they said I knew that it was already the deadline, but I didn't submit it. And then I just met the dean and then he told me, you know what? The deadline was actually extended. I said, Oh, cool. I said, You should do it. So everything was like I think it was given like I didn't really ask for it
0: huh. yeah huh.
1: see it was a deadline but they said oh it was extended
0: and so wait so what was the third how did he phrase it the
1: third would be trust in the guiding force
0: trust ah. in the guiding force okay. and then yeah <laughs> and I'd say no pray spe- I'd say s- pray okay it's not specific to any guiding force
1: yeah it depends on who you believe in
0: mm what well, okay, you said you believe in superstitions, yeah, what superstitions do you believe in
1: superstitions like um sometimes like when you see a black cat or something <laughs> like I believe in this s- s- really small stuff, like sometimes my my I remember my mother telling me, if you see a black cat that's like a black uh, that is a it's a bad omen or something Oh, yeah, like something bad re- will happen. Cause I don't know if it's Has just, that happened yeah. to you?
0: Really? Like what? Yeah. What, what happened? But not,
1: not really a bad cat, a, a black cat or... Um, let me think of a specific... I can't remember, but yeah, but it But you know something has happened. hmm Or uh-huh. I find signs. Like if I feel like... Th- sometimes there's... Your intuition will tell you. Like sometimes... Um, I feel like I can hear something telling me you shouldn't go. There's stuff that usually happens in Really? My, yeah. Like what? Like I what? Don't like sometimes if if I for example, like uh, 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 I can't remember.
0: But you've had feelings where it turned out like you listen to your to that voice. Mm-hmm. That telling you and then.
1: I want to remember, but I can't wait. Uh-huh. Yeah. But yeah. you believe
0: in omens mm-hmm. and signs like that?
1: Yeah. And I don't know, like when I came here, I was so afraid traveling alone. Mm. Like really, really afraid traveling alone. But I felt like everything was really put into place. Like. I was able to find someone. She was also in a J1 visa cuz she's a sped teacher, special yeah. education teacher. Yeah. And it just so happened like we have the same flight in both legs. Like my flight from Manila to Hong Kong, Hong Kong to O'Hare uh-huh. was the same. Uh-huh. So we were together the entire
0: from the Philippines. Yeah,
1: from the Philippines. Like I just met her in the airport. Like I talked to her and then she said, "Oh, you're also going there? Like, I'm also going there alone.
0: So, like, it, little chance encounters and yeah. things that just happened, but then mm-hmm. they're like, oh, this fits perfectly.
1: And I just I just learned, like, th- the other day, recently, I was told by uh, the two other scholars are already in the Philippines. One is actually traveling at this time. Oh, really? Right yeah, now? Yeah, right now. <laughs> so, one... Came, uh, the first one who went home um, she told me that the the people in the office in the Fulbright office in the Philippines told her that I was supposed to be in Northern Illinois University because they have to rank Yeah. and then they said I was like the first choice for Northern Illinois too but they couldn't contact me and so like I f- I think it was, they have to decide right then and there. Uh uh But I think that they had to, they wanted to contact me because they want to ask if I'd be willing to. I don't know if I was given a choice or what. Because I think, if I'm not mistaken, NIU was my last choice. So, I don't know.
0: And then, then, so so
1: I was not... They were not able to contact me. So I ended up at Skyline. Oh. I said, yeah, see? Everything's set into place. Oh. That's why. They, they weren't able to contact me because I have to be in Skyline.
0: Hmm. Hmm. I had a similar feeling when I was thinking of like... Being able to transfer, right, out of mm. skyline. But then why? Because of certain positions, right? Me being part of Kapamilia or Kapotiran mm. and, and or even part of Pep. But I was thinking, huh, all of these things are kind of like given to me yeah because when i after my first semester liza was like hey there's this federal work study thing um kababayan is getting um an employee Uh, we want you to do it and she was like basically giving like that and i was like "Eh." (laughs) (laughs) at first i was like i don't know i don't Uh have time but fine and then that like catapulted into the kapatiran class Mm -hmm. to the kapamilia mentorship and those were Mm -hmm. helpful in building leadership skills and putting it on my application Mm -hmm. right and then even the the pep to join pep and end up teaching for at denman middle school for two years now Mm -hmm. but when i got the email of like hey apply i was like
2: <laughs> <Yeah>.
0: <laughs> it was always like here. I'm like, that. and I was thinking yeah. about that. It just happened, yeah. And it just goes continue. You just ride the wave, right? Almost like, oh, where mm-hmm. will we go next? Oh,
1: that's why we are blessed.
0: We are blessed. Super oh, blessed. Super. Each
1: blessed. one is blessed.
0: Each one is. You blessed. just
1: have to see what's given.
0: Yes, and you have to give back. Right. You have to pay it forward. Yeah. Your service to others. You know what? Right? I was
1: I was I was told by, by, one of the the older folks there, at home, and then she said, you know what? Because I always get like food from this family in Daly City. Huh? Yeah, like uh, a churchmate. Oh, they yeah. just give you food. They give me food oh, all to, the time. I have to go to church yeah, now. <laughs> go to church. Go, <laughs> Oakland. What the heck? So, shout go. out to to um uh UCC Oakland.
0: Or Filipino family and they just give you food. Mhm.
1: What?
0: Maybe they I just look food. too like
1: talk <laughs> out. No, they give, give me food. They give me like You're what do you need? You're too friendly looking. That's why. Yeah, and then you look friendly. <laughs> and so the the old couple there at home would tell me like, "What are you bringing again? Like, did you buy this? No, it was given it." And then she, uh, the the wife, told me like. I feel like you're very good. That's why you're given a lot. Mm. And then I'd say, no, I'm blessed. That's why I give back. I try to be good.
0: Yes, yes, yes. Right?
1: So it's the idea of you should, like I don't think of doing something so that I get something, but I'm giving back something, like at least to be good yeah. in my own way.
0: And you're and giving then, back yeah. because you've been given so yeah, much. Right. It's like a responsibility <clears throat> like to be able to like give because of all the things your family has given you, right. support has given you, community. I feel the same way. That's why I'm like, shit. I've been giving so much. I need to give or else. Right. (laughs) Sorry, Lola. Let me give more, Lola. Mm. (laughs) That's right. Right. To think about everybody who supported us. Mm. Like we're not here on our own. Yeah. Right. Even if a lot of the work that we do is, yeah, we're doing good work, but there's so much support underneath the Mm. surface, right. That other people don't usually see, but it's there. Right. Right. Do 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 you have any last, last things to share? little tidbits of wisdom before we close out at the baya last message for the world for all your fill ems
1: uh, 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 the and the Filipinos um I'd say, just simply love your culture mm. um I'm already twenty seven but i I'd, I'd say I don't know that much mm. yet. I, I told my, my boyfriend in the oh. Philippines, who's a, who's a history teacher. Uh. I said, you know what? I need to learn more from you and from, mm. yeah. Mm. So I told him the moment I'd go back, or if I have time, I'll be reading more stuff. Nice. Yeah, and I, I promised myself I won't be giving up because I'm teaching grade seven and that's Philippine literature.
2: Mm.
1: Yeah, our English is English and Philippine literature. Mm. So I told myself I won't be giving up grade seven. Like that will be my year level. Mm. Because I became an English teacher because that's also one. Like I want to use English, but English to learn more about our own culture. Yes. Right? So yes. that's why I'm so inspired by Miss Liza too. Like, Hands down. Hands down. I, hands down wow. legacy. I freaked out when, I, when we read um, Brown Skin White Minds because yeah. in one of my classes in the Philippines I used like his interview.
0: Oh. A
1: transcript of the interview yeah, and yeah, the yeah. video. I said, this, this name sounds familiar. And so, wow, this is his book. Because so, we, we talked about you know colonial mentality
0: yeah
1: and like i see myself i can't imagine i can't imagine like teaching that that chapter on colonial mentality and you know like talking about i was there like i saw it and but you
0: can teach it
1: yeah that's the thing yeah that's why so or yeah i'm i'm pretty much excited
0: yeah. Yeah. At the bay, teaching colonial yeah. mentality. Have you have Kitties. you read
1: New Yorker in Tondo? No. No, you should read that. Okay. It's a, it's a play.
0: Okay. I'll it read to- it. It
1: talks about colonial mentality. Okay. And it talks about like a scholar. So it's like <sighs> I can so much relate to that now.
0: What did you read it for Liza's class?
1: For oh. I taught that in the Philippines. Oh,
0: okay. New Yorker in, in Tondo. Tondo. All right, yeah. We'll put that in the out It's outs.
1: actually a satirical play
0: oh okay okay yeah
1: but it's pretty cool like it's about a scholar 10 months too in, in the US that's you yeah, that's me like, <laughs> not in New, uh, New York New Yorker or Nintendo what would be the counterpart if I'm here uh,
0: Daily City in Dumaguete <laughs> <laughs> right D&D right? <laughs> yeah. cool okay. thanks for coming mm-hmm. on how can people find you contact you online what's your Instagram
1: Bokibok It's B-O-K-K-Y B-O-K Yeah, why did you do that? I I was wondering why that's Bokibok Yeah, what's Bokibok? Bok Bok is like In Bisaya It's uh, It's actually short for tambok What does that mean? Tambok is fat
0: (laughs) 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 Bokibok
2: Yeah
1: But But that we call I call my boyfriend Bok. He calls me Bok too, but um yeah. He's he is actually his name is Prime Paul. But Paul at home he's called Paul. Pero like his nickname is Polly Bok. You know fully booked? Like fully booked. <laughs> yeah, fully booked. <laughs> yeah. So Book he had a story of no, it's not the bookstore but the flight. Fully- Fully booked. Yeah, it's a bookstore too, right? But, yeah. But but the story is about the you know like the flight is fully booked. Oh. Something like that. So, because his his father. Used to travel a lot, and yeah. then he would say fully. He can't say fully booked, so he say fully book. Fully <laughs> book, so book. Bucky but bo- it's also short for book. Like tambok Oh Tambok, you know
0: I was wondering What that meant Because Why that was uh, your name a new word I For was, the day I was always thinking It was connected to like Bok choy or Bok like, choy <laughs> <laughs> I was like vegetables vegetable. <laughs> Yeah, vegetables Why is it bok-y? bok Okay, cool um, And uh, On Facebook You are Beya
1: Beya Mara Bea. Zamora Zamora
0: all right if you ever go to uh, Dumaguete visit Suleiman 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 University uh-huh. uh, University but wait they have an elementary school so it's all the way from preschool preschool all the way to college Oh, yeah. dang. We also have... Private school, baby.
1: Oh, yeah. We also have a school of medicine. And, oh, yeah?
0: And, yeah. Oh, okay. All right. Shout out. Yeah. Thank Congratulations. you.
1: Congratulations. There are three who who landed in the top 10 spot for the newly released bar exams for law. From Silliman? From Silliman. Yes. Whoa.
0: So proud. Dang. That's crazy. Yo. It's it's crazy that a lot of um, the top is UP, which is a public school.
1: But you know What's, what's the the what? news? Uh, none of the top schools in Manila. Actually, is part of the top ten this, this year. year. Yeah.
0: Oh, Manila is struggling, y'all. Yeah, that's the to- because
1: y'all on Instagram too much.
0: <laughs> y'all are no. Y'all, yeah, y'all are too much into the in Manila. Manila Yeah. It's the traffic. It's so traffic uh, in Manila, yeah, you they, can't get to class. So hard. <laughs> that's why. That's I right. <laughs> the traffic. Dang, I didn't know that the for flood. this year.
1: Oh shoot. Yeah there no, were four from 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 Suleman? no three from Silliman and then four from a school called University of San Carlos Cebu oh. top the top the, first, the top the top 10
0: top. for the bar the law mm-hmm. this year dang that's crazy
1: Rank one is from U- USC, uh, San Carlos.
0: Oh, okay. I'll have to, I'll pull that up and put it yeah. on the blog post for this, for this one. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. And it's crazy that in the Philippines, they televise the results of the mm-hmm. bar because they don't do that here. No one knows <laughs> who graduated the bar because it's so big. But being a lawyer is such a big thing in the Philippines. Yeah. It gives you access to so many things and not even... Law. So I know a lot of lawyers who just end up doing business mm. um even just business law maybe like that. But it's such a big pivotal thing that every year they televise the top yeah. bar um completion and who topped it that year yeah. and they published the list. They crazy. say it's the
1: hardest. Really? They say like only usually it's like twenty percent only uh. for the passing rate, but now it's one of the highest. It's fifty-nine
0: Really, this year? Yeah. For the passing? Ooh, I wonder why. I wonder. They said it's 59. Yeah. People are just like getting really better at completing it. That's interesting.
1: Okay. Cool. Salamat at the you Yeah, welcome. Kay. Walang anuman.
0: Walang anuman. Until next time. Mm-hmm. Ingat sabya hai.
1: Yeah. <laughs>